Hello, and welcome to episode 56 of the Horror Stands podcast. Hi, I'm Matt. Hey, this is Steve. And today we have Red Eye from 2005. Is that right? You are correct, okay, Matthew. Good. I couldn't read my writing there for a second. Sometimes my five looks like a quick eight. I do that all the time. I'm like, what the fuck did I write? Oops. Um, <laughs> glad you had it. But yeah, this is Wes Craven, Rachel McAdams, star of Mean Girls. Icon. I know. I recognize her. You, you've seen Mean Girls, right? I have seen Mean Girls. Can you quote Mean Girls? I've like right now. <laughs> right now, all of them, or just well, nah, I don't know. She doesn't even go here. Just to prove that you've. Well, oh, your Halloween yes. costume was. Yes. She doesn't even go here mm-hmm. with the hoodie. Iconic. Mm-hmm. Killian. I think it's Killian Murphy, not Sicilian. Killian Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Killian Murphy also stars. Who was in Batman Begins? I guess he was Scarecrow. Oh, I see Do it you know, now. Yeah. 20, have you ever seen 28 Days Later? He was in nope. that too. He, if he was Scarecrow, then he was also in... Uh, Didn't he have a cameo in like a, another one? He was in the second and third one. He's the He was in Dark Knight, Rise, Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. Oh. Briefly. Briefly. But yes. A little cameo. Good for him. And then it also... Good for him. Then also, <laughs> You're doing great, Killian. It's got the... Oh, he was almost cast as Batman in Batman Begins. There's even like um, audition footage where he's like fully dressed up in the suit. That's Which is interesting. Cool. I think the consensus was he was a good Bruce, but mm. a bad Batman, mm. which I could see. But, you know, I guess Christian Bale did okay despite that kind of cringe voice. Okay, don't, can you do, don't you do the voice? The, ba- the Batman voice. Yeah, it's, it's, see, there it is. <laughs> Maybe in the Flash movie they'll have uh, an alternate reality where he's Batman from that universe, I, along with I, Michael Keaton. I don't, <laughs> I'm not going to say any spoilers, but. I read some interesting potential cameos in the Flash. Better than Do I still want to see it? Not really. Is it, is it better cameos than Oh god, what was the uh other than Doctor Strange movie? You talking about the Jay and Silent Bob cameo in Scream 3? I <laughs> not, not that one. True cinema. <laughs> but where are, we? are you talking about Doctor Strange 2 where everybody was like hyped about the cameos and, the, oh, and, then, and they were mid. then it was like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It was cool though when Professor is it Professor X in the wheelchair? He was the, I mean he was the best one for Not sure. Not even that he was in it, but the had the little bits of the music from the original. Very subtle, but I loved it. Oh my god. A lot of Marvel fans came when that music came. Can you blame him? It's like the best song of all time. But yeah, we have this thriller, and I warned you that this was more of a thriller. as we always say here. Horror is a very... Um, there's a spectrum. There's a spectrum here. <laughs> Damn it. And it's Wes Craven still. And thrills, horror, mm-hmm. it's all the same. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Doesn't this also have What's-Her-Face from Glee? She's the receptionist, uh, right? Yeah. That's I like. I recognized her from... Yes. I don't know what else she's been in. She's though. very... I like her in this movie. Yeah. I, you know. She's fun. <laughs> she's, she's cute. Yeah. <laughs> she's like always worried. I feel kind of bad. I just want to give her a hug and be like, it's going to be okay. Yeah, here's a Zanny. He'll be fine. He'll <laughs> be fine. But yeah, this was, again, 2005, written by Carol Ellsworth, who's got some bangers to his credit. He did season two Halloween episode of Buffy, which is iconic. I don't know why he didn't stay on the show. I don't know. Maybe Josh Whedon got too, like, oh, you're too good. Like, mm. you're going to upstage me, and I'm a dick, so you're fired. I don't know. But <laughs> that's a banger episode. One possible theory. Um, he did. He wrote Disturbia, 
Shia LaBeouf's best movie. I said what I said. Not Holes. <laughs> I always laugh when I hear the title of that because I'm five. Uh, also a porno, probably. Right. Oh, I'm sure. It's holes. There. Yeah. Six. That's another Shia LaBeouf film. <laughs> he wrote The Last House on the Left remake, which I guess maybe because Wes Craven produced that because he directed the original. So I wonder, you know, that would be a good movie to cover. I like that one. And I will not watch the original, though, even though it's Wes Craven and I love Wes. Just not my thing. Mm. Too sexual abusey, too tortury for me. Um, you have your limits. The remake, I can do. Maybe a future episode. And he also did a couple years ago Unhinged with my favorite actor, Russell Crowe. Oh, you who- love The Pope's Exorcist. I did not go see The Pope's Exorcist with Matt because I have no interest in exorcism movies. Although I am kind of excited for David Gordon Green, director of Halloween 2018, Halloween Kills, Halloween Ends. He's doing three new exorcist movies, which seems ambitious. <laughs> and I just think it's going to be a hot-ass mess, and I cannot wait. It's a lot of exorcisms. <laughs> so it's going to be ho- uh, exorcist kills, exorcist ends. <laughs> Exorcist dies tonight. (laughs) Did you like the Pope's Exorcist? We kind of talked, but yeah, it it was. You said you were kind of shading it though. Yeah, it starts out. I don't want to give too much away, but it starts off like super serious, and like you kind of buy it, and then at the end, it just goes over the top crazy. So I'd probably like the ending because I like camp. I think you would like it. I think you would enjoy it. The ending, anyways. I just can't stand Russell Crowe for some reason. I've never seen Gladiator because of him. And I also don't really like gladiator movies. There's that too, but well, and Unhinged was okay. That wasn't bad. <laughs> That's the one Russell Crowe movie you'll watch. You'll suffer through. That's it. I'm trying to think if there's another one. Nope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> but yeah, this is yeah. I just think for me personally, I saw this in theaters at the time, and okay. I first want to say though, like this movie has one of the best teaser trailers of all time because you watch it. And it's like, you know, at the airport, it's kind of like this kind of happy music. And you see Rachel McAdams meeting mm-hmm. our boy Jack Ripner. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's like a meet cue, you know, like sparks are flying kind of. And they get the same seat on the plane. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, rom-com. <laughs> then all of a sudden it's like she's like, what's your job? And he's like. I don't know, he says something like creepy, and then it's like, from director Wes Craven, Nightmare on Elm Street, and Scream. It's like, oh, okay. Uh, like, it was this, like, there's almost like a twist in the trailer, yeah, you know what this, I mean? This is a very different movie than what right. we were expecting. But, yeah, I just think that this is a very fast-paced, entertaining little thriller. It's just, like, it's n- nothing too deep. You just watch it, have a good time, and then it's over. That's why I love it. But what did you think? Uh, exactly that. Really, though, uh... It doesn't take too long to set up. You get right into it, and you're just along for the ride. It, There's, it, like, no fat on this movie, no. and I appreciate that. Yeah. Like, every scene is there for a reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to know, for any movie, you kind of got to know what you're getting into. And as long as you, like, go with that preset in mind, it's not going to be this... If you're not looking for, like, this deep, meaningful, you know... What's happening? Looking for every little secret. Yeah, you're going to really enjoy this. Right. It's kind of like what you see is what you get. Yeah. And it's just entertaining and it's not two hours. And then at the not end. Not every movie needs to be two hours. Yeah. And then at the end, it's all wrapped up, self-contained. Uh, with Here a you go. bow, kind yeah. of. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, we're done. Good. Yeah, I mean, this, this for me, it meets my, it was, it was uh, 
like you said, the pacing was gr- pretty great on it. There weren't a ton of characters for me to get to know. I got their names for the most part. There's a lot of side characters though, but I guess maybe because they're not so they don't matter that much. Like yeah. it's you're just like okay, whatever. They're right? there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I don't know her dad's name. It's just dad. I just call him Brian Cox. There you go. <laughs> Returning to our podcast. He was in the ring. Oh, okay. You're like, I can't remember Wait. that. That was like episode like. Was that the boyfriend you said? or something? No. Brian Cox was no. not the boyfriend. Brian Cox is like way older. What now. episode was. We just did an episode where the boyfriend was coming back. Or we will be doing an episode, I thought. Oh, um, well, he was in The Stranger's Prey at Night. Stranger's, that that's was the boyfriend. That's, that's Marin Henderson, okay. who was also in Britney's Toxic video. Toxic, yes. Um, yeah, Brian Cox. He was in he X-Men was, 2. He Maybe was, you know X-Men 2. X-Men 2. X2. Do you have, I don't think I even... You're not X-Men I didn't, I didn't... I liked the animated series, but I didn't watch a lot of the, uh, the films themselves. I think I watched the first one, and then I watched the one where they were like... I, Professor X was like young and hadn't been paralyzed yet. And that was like the only two I've seen. X2 is a banger, but Brian Singer sucks. But we won't get into that. So this is not the same guy who was in Britney's Toxic video. Definitely <laughs> not. But yeah, I think and I think, too, like this was a really good movie for Wes, too, at the time, because this was coming off of his movie Cursed, which was written by Kevin Williamson, which, you know, we'll get into that uh, mess eventually. But like that was just like a disaster for him with dealing with the Lionsteins. It was like three years it took to shoot that movie like so i think like he came onto this like really quickly i think listening to the commentary that he did on the new 4k Mm blu-ray and i think they said like between him signing on and them finishing it and release was like five and a half months which is like crazy like quick turnaround time which i think is something he needed after the three years of torture that was (laughs) filming cursed jeez I still stand cursed. I don't give a fuck. There's a werewolf that flips them off. I mean, it's fucking comedy gold. So you're behind the three years. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I do <laughs> not support. It. I do not support the Weinstein's <laughs> torturing Wes filming that movie. But I still stand werewolves flipping people off because I mean, when do you see that? No, not too often. No, not not enough. Nowadays. Not 2023. But, like, even when we open up, like, even the opening credits, it's just like, boom, boom, boom. The name's coming up. I'm like, yeah, they're just we're just going into it, you know? Right. Now, do you like traveling in an airport? Like, do you like being in the airport and getting on a plane and all that? Oh, absolutely not. No, you don't like any of that? No. Who lo- would like that? See, I actually, I like that part about traveling. What? Going to the Going to the airport. It's stressful. Oh, I, see, I, I don't know. There's something about getting on the plane. You don't know what movies you're going to have. You got your choice. I don't know. Some, I like something about the whole process that's enjoyable. I don't know. I, I find it relaxed. It's like a nice, like, oh, I'm almost there. I'm almost at, you know, my vacation Ab- spot. Absolutely not. You like That's why I don't travel a because <laughs> it's just too much work. It's too stressful. You don't want any part of Maybe if I was more of an optimist like you. I'm all for it. Then I get on the plane. The movie is The Pope's Exorcist. That's, that's all we Fuck. have for you guys. <laughs> they play Red Eye. Out, Awkward. Last time I was. <laughs> the movie selection is Red Eye and Final Destination 1. Probably. Womp womp. <laughs> one, of the, uh, one of the last times I was traveling, they had to reset the little video players and the heads of the, head, and the headrests there. Mine was working fine, but when they re- they're like, yeah, we have to reset them because some some other ones aren't working. So they reset them, and then mine stops working what the for fuck? the for the whole flight. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Well, I hope these other people it sounds enjoy. like a shitty 
was it fresh air like this movie's fake plane company <laughs> that they cgi'd on top of the plane might as well have been fresh air was there a colonial woman churning butter on one of the wings she could have been if you get it you get it i, oh, I did not <laughs> i made you watch that fucking scene bridesmaids come on mm. iconic here we go there we go <laughs> next episode <laughs> but we meet who okay who's hey. this redhead's name i don't even know karen? i love her <laughs> what you just call her karen no, no, I mean the cute redhead. We'll get oh, we'll get to the oh, Karen. The Glee girl. The Glee girl. Oh gosh, what's her yeah, I don't know. Cynthia. No. Oh, her you're talking about her actress name or her It's Cynthia, isn't it? The act the character. Oh, the character? It might I'm a professional. I always write down the characters' <laughs> names. I'm pretty sure it's Cynthia. I think I think you're right. Because Killian has a very uh funny way of saying Cynthia when he's on the phone. Oh. But yeah, she's she's here. She's stressed because she's got this Karen and her husband. I think it's Bob and Marianne Taylor icons. Like this is Karen before she Karen's existed. Are they married in real life? Then? I don't know, but I guess Wes just like saw this lady randomly somewhere and was like got this vibe from her. Mm-hmm. It's like, do you want to be in our movie? And she's like, yeah. That's so awesome. like, she's not even an actress, <laughs> but you know, she sold that Karen. Oh, hell yeah. Very well. She doesn't know how to deal with this. So she calls our final girl here. Lisa, 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 <laughs> Lisa. And like right from the jump though, I like how they established that. Like Lisa, she knows how to take care of everything mm-hmm. pretty much. Right. Like she's very like, Hustle and bustle. She just knows how to answer everything. And like, what does she say? Tell she says, Cynthia, you know, tell them to hold on one minute, and they'll be very happy. Which is good advice. That's what you want to say. Yep. But like, she can juggle a lot, so I do not relate to her at all. Yeah, she's got this down. She's done this a while. It seems like. And I, what was? Do you remember what their initial like gripe is? Something with their room. That, or they, they that Cynthia breathed, probably. Yeah, they, they couldn't. I think they couldn't find the reservation. Maybe. I don't yeah, think. I think that yeah. that's what it was. Lisa's like, you know, they get a couple nights free or something, and a free bottle of champagne or wine yeah. or something. So I mean, they made out pretty fucking good. Like they need to calm down. Yeah, they, they should have died. <laughs> like a they post been in the room. <laughs> a post. Some movies need a yeah. post credit scene, unlike what Mindy said. Like they die at the end well, somehow. Well. <laughs> Yeah, it seems like a very easy problem to resolve if they have proof of their confirmation. Like, oh, we have this room. I think Take the it. problem is our poor girl, Cynthia, like there's like a new system and mm-hmm. she's not trained on it, which I don't know why she wouldn't be trained on that. That seems like something people would need. People but. not being trained on a new computer system. <laughs> Never. <laughs> no comment. Cynthia, we can relate. Justice for Cynthia. <laughs> um, she, did, she did the best she could. But yeah, Lisa is on her way to the airport. She's talking to her father, played by Brian Cox, not Martin Henderson. Both from the ring, though. And we get the sense that, well, he likes to say, like, are you okay a lot, right? And she's like, not about that. She's like, leave me the fuck alone. I can can handle things, Dad. Yeah, because she feels like he doesn't believe her when she says yes, like, the first time. He's like, are you sure? It's like, when you ask, are you sure? Right. Like, which I could kind of understand her. Your dad that. sucks. No, just kidding. <laughs> he's pretty nice. He's a, uh, he's a sweet he's guy. He's a sweet guy. But he's like just chilling at home. It does kind of irritate me for some reason, though. He's like, yeah, I'm going to be up all night watching the comedy special. And I'm just like, it just sounds so generic. I'm like, what comedy <laughs> special? It's like they were. It's like they put something in the script that was real, and then they couldn't get the rights to it. Like shit. So they're just like, comedy special. 
<laughs> Can you the, be the, more specific? They'll buy this. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> My only gripe with this movie. And I feel so ba- bad for all of these airline workers. Because one thing that doesn't seem to have changed since 2005 is the shit that they all get. Because you see all these cancellations and stuff and people freaking out. But it's like, these people have no... Well, you have this one douchebag. Like, what's the male Karen? There is one, right? I can't remember what the name is. Tim? <laughs> Sorry to tell you Tim's out there if we're wrong. Um, <laughs> but the, like this douchebag is like... Kyle? Maybe? Maybe it's Kyle. <laughs> Sorry to your Kyle's too. Kyle. Kyle's... Never mind. Some Kyle suck. I'll just say that because they had to like postpone their flight or something. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, it's not the workers fault. Yeah. Like, leave them the fuck alone. But like here, like we kind of and throughout the movie, we kind of get like these little side characters and kind of like their story, but not too much to get you all flustered. Nope. Nope. There's... Like that lady, like there's that cute old lady who mm. she lets borrow the Dr. Phil book. This is very 2005. Yeah, but uh, book lady in my notes. We just call her book lady. She's very sweet. Yes, is. Very sweet lady. Like there's this little girl too. And like, I guess she is flying by herself because her parents are trash. I don't know what's going on in that situation. Maybe she's a child of divorce. <laughs> she's, going to, she's going to see one. <laughs> Like, her mom doesn't want to fly with her, so she, the mom sends her off to fly alone or something like that to see the dad. That's that's my, like, internal backstory for her. <laughs> we need the prequel to Red Eye. It's we this do. little girl's backstory. I do like the moment, though, where Lisa gets the coffee spilled on her, which I guess her reaction was pretty real because she wasn't expecting it to be that cold. So, oh. like, last side of her reaction was, like, real. Who needs to act, really? Just do real shit to people. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. But I do like the the ladies. She's like, I'm, I'm sorry about that. And he's like, Gary or whatever, can yeah. you give me another iced <laughs> yeah. coffee from Starbucks? Accurate. And you uh, know he's probably super pissed. That Starbucks line's going to be huge. Yeah, and like, it probably uh, cost $12. I do it again. Then we get, like, this nice character scene in the bathroom. Probably for you for few reasons. Characters. <laughs> <laughs> we see that she's, like, got the scar on her, which, you know, we're kind of like, hmm, what happened there? Mm-hmm. But we never find out. No, just kidding. We do. <laughs> but then she meet, She ends up, what was it, Tex-Mex, they called it? They mm-hmm. end up meeting up at? Which I thought was kind of cool because we have a Tex-Mex. Definitely not the same one, but this still. Is definitely <laughs> not the same one. I'm pretty sure this is, is this supposed to be, like, or no, maybe they just filmed it in LAX. This must be somewhere else. I don't know. I don't know where she came from. I know it's her grandmother's funeral, right? And she's going back to all. Yes. So all I know is it's going to take a long flight. Thus, the name Red Eye is my guess. But (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, this you know this could have been just a cute love story, right? I I bought it. (laughs) I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. When when I saw actually this actor. Did you recognize him from anything, though? I I definitely recognized him, but I didn't realize. It's hard to, like, he's got very, like, distinct eyes. Like I couldn't pin him, like, where I had seen him before. Like you said, the Batman movies. So I, now that you say it, obviously, but, okay, he's definitely, like, a main player. So he's definitely got to be, like, the bad guy or something. Did you you know anything? I just told you it was a thriller. Did you read anything before? No, Did you cheat, Matthew? No, no no cheating. So you're like, he's probably bad somehow. Yeah, just just based on, just because he's. He's him. That's the only reason I knew or suspected anything. Yeah. Well, it's a cute scene. I like like he tries to guess her drink, right? And mm-hmm. 
I think he comes very close. I think he says a sea breeze, but she likes a bay breeze, which I think sounds better because the other one has grapefruit, which eh, I don't know about that. Do you have you had much stuff with grapefruit in it? No, it seems like it would be too like bitter, right? There, there's um surprisingly there's Matt's a grapefruit stick. <laughs> well, there's a joke there if you've seen Girls Trip or a very famous video, video. on YouTube. Um, <laughs> oh, anyways, <laughs> no, there, there's a grapefruit beer that comes out. In like summertime, I believe that is surprisingly good. I'm, well, you I, already lost me at beer, but but I imagine like grapefruit and other things wouldn't be too bad. But I, grapefruit, I guess juice, it depends. I think if it was like there was a little bit of grapefruit, yeah, you could do like a hint. You yeah. can't do like a lot. No, I can't do like a like full on mm-hmm. grapefruit juice. No, absolutely not. Yeah, I think the one she likes has pineapple juice, which is delicious. That sounds much better. Very caloretic, if mm-hmm. you care about that, though. Lisa, you're fat. No, just kidding. <laughs> Rachel McAdams is fine AF. Hell yeah. But I think this is when he jokes, you know, when he tells her his full name, he's like Jack Ripner. And then he's like, does he say like, yeah, I kill my parents because they gave me that name. And it's like a cute, like a first she's like, what? And then he, they laugh it off. But like, maybe he did. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I like uh, revisiting some older films just seeing how you know technology has changed you see a bunch of kids sitting around with their their game boy advances playing and like it's kind of makes me sad though when you refer to a 2005 movie it's old <laughs> it's almost 20 it, almost 20 years now fuck i'm gonna kill myself yeah. just kidding <laughs> you don't need to call anyone guys it's okay i'll, I'll keep watching on them it's sad yeah it seems like it was yesterday but it wasn't <laughs> oh it's like 2010 i feel like is last year nope yeah. One thing that makes me cringe, though, is like, I think this happens in real life, too, is like when they're like, okay, we're ready to board now. And like people clap together. I don't know. It just makes me cringe. So are you a clapper at the movie theater? Maybe like two claps at the very end. But that's it. (laughs) (laughs) It's just cringe to me. I never really clap ever when they well i'm just like only losers clap i never clap i don't clap at the movies i don't definitely don't clap when i'm ready to board a plane i'm like okay let's just let's do like let's just go on the plane the one the one one that irritates me with boarding is when everyone is like seeing they'll have like different zones like one two three and like zone three people are standing up when they're boarding zone one like zone three sit the fuck down yeah why are you standing like chill out this is why I hate <laughs> flying. You're like, people are just way too uptight. They got to relax. People are either too excited or too uptight. <laughs> like, just just be chill. Just, just, we're all, we're all going to get there. So, of course, they have the same seat together. Mm-hmm. And then, you know. Love can truly blossom. They, they blossom together. <laughs> the one thing that also mildly irritates me is when people pack a bag and then they can't put it in the overhead bin themselves. Like this weird lady yeah. with the blonde hair who looks like she should be on Housewives of probably Beverly Hills. Of LAX. She's like, <laughs> she's like, can you help me? Like, I, like, okay, I don't you mind. Would, I, I know you would help somebody. I would definitely though. help them. But Although it's like, you are a short king. You would probably yeah. struggle. I would struggle, too. I Stewardess or steward. Tall steward. <laughs> can you help us? But I'd be like, come on now. You should have some self, like, I don't know. I've you never, should, should I've a- never had an overhead. I had to put something in overhead. I just made sure I have one bag with me, mm-hmm. and I stick it under my seat. You're just a personal and item I, guy. Wow. Yeah, that's impressive. I I keep it pack light. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
It's like you you know you're gonna have to do this. Why would you overpack this thing? Come like on. I don't want to be stressed and like going up to get something. Like I want to just be able to mm-hmm. reach down into my bag under my seat. You know. All normally what I'll do is I'll have all my tech stuff in the, my personal item, so like I, everything's quick access, and I'll have a sweatshirt on so I can take it off if I want like a blanket or whatever. And then all my clothes and stuff is in the overhead bin, which I'll never need. That's how I normally there pack. You go. So this is episode is just about how travel our trip. <laughs> this is just the travel. This episode is how we right travel. Eye. Okay. Did you not recognize our boy Kyle Gallner as one of the? You know, there's like the two teen boys. Mm-hmm. One has the Frankenstein Chekhov's Frankenstein pen, mm-hmm. which won't come into play. Never. He's Kyle Gallner from Scream Five, from Jennifer's Body, from the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. He was one of the boys. Okay. Right over my head. <laughs> that blindness. We need, to, we need to work on that. Is there like a program you could take? Well, or? Maybe you just hand me, give me like flashcards. Before every episode we record, we just have like celebrities on. Do like a PowerPoint of celebrities. That like, sounds like a fun game. Like who is this? Boop. Wrong. Boop. We can play for points. You better get Kevin Bacon though. If I showed you a picture, I of Kevin. Do, I, I think you Kevin could. Bacon now, and maybe Brandy. Well, it depends on <laughs> it depends on how old Kevin Bacon would be. Like if you showed me a young or an old, that might that might trip would, me up. It would be like circa Hollow Man, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> it's just a, a picture of him being it's invisible. Just, it's just a <laughs> it's a picture of him showing dong and wild things. <laughs> <laughs> maybe one of these days I'll recognize someone from a previous film. I don't have high hopes. Maybe maybe our next film we'll see. <laughs> but I do like this uh the scene where they finally take off and the way Wes directs it and Rachel's performance to show her like anxiety mm-hmm. that she doesn't like flying, as probably a lot of people don't, and just like the tension of it. So this again, like we the pacing for this, so we kinda just get right into it, how he's actually not this sweet guy. He just subtly reveals it very like calm and casually. Well, yeah, they're like having this back and forth about she asks him what his job is and mm-hmm. he's being kind of sus about it and until eventually he's just like, Yeah. Um I Well kill, he like I kill people. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm an assassin. Or he's not even really an assassin, like he just does the stuff. I don't know what you call it before that. Because um, <laughs> he has a guy who assassinates. Mm-hmm. He's kind of do it yourself, man. He, no. he, he's like the organizer. The company man. I don't know. Like the, but and, She doesn't really believe him, right, until mm-hmm. he pulls out her father's wallet. It's like, oh, yeah. The wallet we saw from the opening credits. Nice. JR. Yep. And which I got to say, I got to give a lot of credit to Lisa because I think I'd be like, what do you want? Okay. <laughs> but, you, you, let's be honest. She doesn't give a shit about JR. <laughs> <laughs> and he's kind of got her beat too because he's laying it all out for her. like if you go tell the stewardess anything they're clearly not going to believe you they're going to think you're crazy you had a drink before you got on the plane and she had some cheap wine at the funeral cheap wine at the funeral like she is he's got her pack oh, girl you're drunk just relax yeah, just sit back relax I'm very well and thought out but so do we he basically wants to assassinate this Keefe guy is it O'Keefe or just Keefe just Keefe so do we know why they just want him dead? Essentially, yeah, I don't think it really matters. Like, yeah, because he, he's like the head of is he like the head of Homeland Security or something? Okay, he's he somebody he's, he's important, important that somebody would want. Like even um, our boy Jack is like somebody wants to send a big message. Mm-hmm. So I think that's you know really all we need to know, right? They want they want him gone. 
Right. And so he wants Lisa to call the hotel and have them switch Keith's room. Very simple for, request. Right. We don't know exactly why, mm-hmm. but, you know, I think even she says, like, will that make it easier mm-hmm. for, you know, obviously it's not going to be, you know, balloons and, you know, parties, you know. Uh, it's going to make it a lot harder. Something nefarious <laughs> is going on. You should have been like, oh, actually, we're trying to plan a surprise party for him. He could have probably played it off like that, and then she would have been like, "Oh, okay, yeah, maybe like if he was just more chill about yeah. this." Like, <laughs> oh, we had no, we have a big surprise we want to do for him. You know, he's 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 been great at work, and we'd like to set him up a little surprise. Uh, just move into this room, please. It's a stripper and it's one of those cakes. <laughs> uh, Got him. But I do like you know her. She has a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. She's not just gonna do this, you know, because. Obviously, she's. I mean, she's the kind of person who doesn't want anybody to die. Mm-hmm. So she's a better person than me. I would have moved that in a heartbeat. All uh, right, let my dad go. Thanks. Well, I think we've established on this podcast you're low key a savage. Low key, yeah. What was the other thing? What other movie you covered? You're like, yeah, I'll just like have everybody in the world die. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd, uh, I'd say my family, <laughs> some family and friends. But then she, I don't know if it's right here or later on, she kind of learns that the kids are involved, and that's when it'd be like a little tough to make, a little harder to make that call. I still think you would make that call. Uh, but the kids, yeah. <laughs> well, how old? Like seven, seven ten? They've, they've oh, had, that's fine. They've had seven years. <laughs> it's a pretty messed up world. You sure you want them to have another seven in it? Mm. <laughs> but basically, like he tells her that there's a guy in a car with some kind of, I don't know, weapon, some kind of knife thing that he's mm-hmm. probably sharpening at the moment. And as soon as he makes the call, the deed will be done. If Your dad will die. So we get like this moral kind of dilemma, I guess. I just do, do think it's just a nice premise and just very contained, obviously, like mm-hmm. mostly in this plane, you know, during the section of the movie, it's really just based on their two characters and like the two act going off of each other you mm-hmm. know what i mean like i just like a nice clean premise kind of movie and it's all the psychological mind games that he's playing with her as he's talking with her and yeah. like just bring up her dad and and rachel plays it so well this mm-hmm. character underrated final girl really though it's great one thing i kind of don't remember but they must have been there is phones on a plane like they must have been there at some point but i just don't really remember like seeing the phone on the plane, or maybe you're saying Wes Craven lied to us. There no. wasn't phone planes in we, 2005. I, I just, I guess I just never. I think flew there, were, one. there were, but there, are they more upgraded now? I don't know. A lot, a lot of them don't have phone. I feel like a lot of them have Wi-Fi now. Or you can just use your phone on the Wi-Fi. This movie's dated cool. as fuck. <laughs> but this is, a, you know, we get this nice suspense because we have that like weird Beverly Hills lady again, mm-hmm. who needs help with her luggage. And she didn't pack your method. (laughs) (laughs) And then we have our sweet old lady, you know, gives Lisa the book and she's like, I'm going to highlight my favorite part. Just like the back and forth of, you know, does he see what's going on Mm -hmm. or not? It's just like these like nice little suspense scenes. And of course he sees he sees all. (laughs) This isn't his first day at the rodeo. And it is a really good moment, too, when he's like, I'm going to have to assume she read that or something mm-hmm. like that and then he just headbutts her <laughs> which luckily you know 
for him, nobody's seen that. Nope. <laughs> but, you know, we do see that the people behind, I think the people on the side are asleep, mm-hmm. granted. So this might be like a little unrealistic, but whatever. I like how he just wipes. He's, you know, he's he's got a bloody head. He just wipes it off and then no more blood. He's good. Just, just that little bit. I would have been bleeding still profusely. Oh, for, for sure. Um, <laughs> you should have asked for a Band-Aid. Stewardess. She just headbutted me. <laughs> she did it to me. And we get some, like, West did some, like, really cool shots, too, where, like, the camera is, like, going throughout the whole airport. I think they use some, like, special c- camera glide, um, you know, tracking through back onto Lisa, which he does a couple of times, which was cool. But, like, for the most part, he said he wanted to keep the camera where it would actually be they shot on a real plane. Mm-hmm. So, like, to keep the reality more. So, so. When she wakes up, she sees Jack. He's got the book in his hands. He's reading it. And we. she looks back at the old woman, and she sees she, like, is she just sleeping and in distress? Is she sleeping? What Or did he, like, do something to her? I wasn't quite sure. I don't know. Like, I feel like when I was younger watching this, I always assumed he did something to yeah. her. But now watching it, for some reason, I'm like, I think that's just what they want us to think. Yeah. And that she was just sleeping. Mm-hmm. Because that... That'd be like, wait, what would he have done? he's just going around headbutting everybody. <laughs> That's a deleted scene. I would like to see do, do, everybody. Do, do, you do. get a headbutt. You get a headbutt. Because uh, <laughs> I was thinking, like, maybe he poisoned her drink, but I was like, like, what? Well, how would he get that? I'm sure he could right. get it on the plane. I think they, that's just what Lisa's thinking for yeah. a second. But then it's just like, okay, she was probably just sleeping. Yeah, because later on she's just like, oh, I like don't have my book, and it's not like she remembers someone doing something to her, right? Do you think, did he steal the whole book or did he just rip the page out? Like, let her enjoy that fucking Dr. Phil book she likes so much. Yeah, let her have the book. <laughs> He's a real monster. <laughs> and then we get, like, this cool scene. I think she's, like, is this where she says she she's going to do the call? Mm-hmm. But then the phone goes out because of the, the weather. The weather. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't know that until the f- somebody else is on the phone and he sees mm-hmm. it goes out. That was a fun moment. Mm-hmm. Good touch. The way they keep like this again, this like this simple premise, but they have like these little things happening to keep us invested. Yeah, all these different scenarios keep popping up, and she plays it off pretty well when the phone first goes out because she knows what she's doing, right? Because she, she pretends sp- like she's still just making the call. Yeah, right? Lisa, you're smart girl. Lisa, you then he headbutts her again. No, <laughs> no headbutt. Go, Jack. She's gonna die eventually. <laughs> He's like, two, you, two you, more concussions and she'll die. If you get it, you get it. Uh, Lucy, you got to make this call. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Too many headbutts. Yeah, she like she knows how to handle situations. This yeah. me, I'd be like, oh, shit. The, the phone died. <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> Jack, what should I do? <laughs> You're not going to want another headbutt, that's for sure. <laughs> so, of course, we're going to have a mile high reference. I mean, you have to. Yeah, you're in a plane. You get, something has to uh, happen. If if you don't want to answer this, I can edit it out. Mm-hmm. Have you ever joined the Mile High Club? Oh no, my poor family. <laughs> oh, does does Connie still listen? She may. We got it this part. I'll tell you. Okay, we won't answer that, but <laughs> I'm gonna take that non-response as a yes. <laughs> he has not. Matt's a good boy. No, no. I just feel it's so risky. There's a lot of, like, there's a lot of moving parts up there. Like you're, what if it almost seems like it'd be more work than it would be fun. Yeah. It's like almost just like something you want to check off though. Y- like, yeah. It's yeah. Like, I did it. Like it doesn't seem, yeah. Like it doesn't seem enjoyable. There's one time I was on a plane and I just kind of dropped like 
I don't know how much, but Ooh. you know, you know how like in your roller coaster, you feel in your stomach, like oh, the drop? Yeah, that feeling. Yeah. yeah. I was asleep and it woke me up from that. And I grabbed onto Allison's arm. Like, what the, f-? she's like, Oh, were you, like, did you get scared? I was like, hell yeah, I got scared. Yeah. She's don't like, judge me. She's like, yeah, we just dropped a little bit. I was like, I was like, what if that happens when you're in the bathroom? Then you're going to pee all over yourself <laughs> or it's, if you're, Never mind. I won't say what I was going to say. <laughs> if you're doing other things. Other like, things are going to get out. Have you ever right? been on a plane and like thought other people were doing it? You're like, I know. I, oh, I always, I always, I always look. Try to look. Being like, wait, wait, was someone else in that bathroom? Someone else in that bathroom? What were you doing in there? Because I do like this moment too where she's like, okay, you got me. I'm going to do, I'm going to make the call. I'm going to do what you want, mm-hmm. but you need to give me a moment mm-hmm. now. I need to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's like, I'm going to need my purse. Smart Lisa. He's like, nope, you're not. Yeah. I'm, I'm nice. I'm not that fucking nice. And I okay, like this. Their whole relationship's great. Like even in the commentary, Wes was saying how it's almost like they're almost like friends in a weird way. I said like brother and sister. Like, where there's like this trust. Yeah. That builds between them. Although maybe he shouldn't have trusted her that much. Yeah, he, he he keeps trying to have this trust and she just keeps breaking she's it every smart. Turn. Yeah. Which I was thinking, how was she going to write a message? I had no idea. I thought she was just going to like. Did you think she was going to attempt something in this bathroom? I figured she had she to. She just poops. <laughs> it's just a, a five minute scene of her on the struggling on the He's toilet. He's like, what took you so long? Are you being shady? No, I just, I really had to go. That tax max. <laughs> you don't want to go in there. <laughs> but I do like how she like has this. She has like this quick breakdown, but very quickly. She's like, all right, I need to do something. I need yeah. to get my shit together. So the soap. That, She's gonna the, write a mess, Mark. That, that was smart. I didn't even. I didn't think of that. I thought she was. I just, would never think of this. You know how you just like kind of can like write on glass with your finger and it kind of leaves fingerprints. Oh yeah, that's what I thought she was gonna do. Just do that and then hope someone like sees it in the right light. But then when she used the soap, I was like, oh wow, that's she much uses smarter. the pee from the toilet. <laughs> no, <laughs> but he sees the message. Yeah, and so he actually literally knocked her out. In this scene, on accident, like he hit her head against the wall, and like I guess she really passed out. Oh so shit! It, I guess he felt. I mean, obviously he felt horrible. Yeah. Uh, so the rest of the movie, he was like very careful. So he really likes to knock bitches out, just like he likes to headbutt people. His character, <laughs> he really got into this Justice character. Justice for Rachel McAdams, poor girl. Did you see the Notebook? Yes. Rachel McAdams. Because yes. I, I remember like that was. Like her big thing before this, like the trailers were like the notebooks, Rachel McAdams. I'm like, I think I watched like 15 minutes. And I'm like, this isn't for me. You're like, this is the best film I've seen ever. Way better than Scream One, Two, Three. Um, yeah. <laughs> Do you like this movie better than any of the screams? Than any of the screams? Um. I don't know. Well, it's it's because this is more like thriller, so it's you kinda, can't even compare. It's kind of hard to like, not that they're that different, you know what I mean? But it's like mm-hmm. saying like a comedy versus a thriller. Like, I mean, I guess it depends on which one I'm more in the mood for. Do I want like a who who done it, or do I want to just be, you know, not have to worry about it and just go along for the ride sort of thing? Right. But this movie does have Marco Baltrami, the composer of Wes's screen movies, and Patrick Lussier, the editor. So there's that kind of scream connection with the the tech stuff too mm-hmm. one thing i don't understand is when he's in the bathroom and he starts like wiping the soap off and it's just getting worse 
<laughs> like, it's hard you, to wipe soap. Why, why don't you just use water? Like, water will take care of the soap. They just splash the water on it, then wipe off the water, right? This is why he ends up failing because he can't even <laughs> do this soap thing. He can't right. wipe off soap. But it's funny when the the flight attendants are like, "Oh, it's that kind of a flight." <laughs> <laughs> and also when the flight attendant comes by and is like picking up trash from people, she's like, "Trash." I think she was shading them because <laughs> she knew they or she thought they banged. I saw that judgment look in her eye. But this is when I think Lisa actually makes the call, right? And poor Cynthia is stressed out again. She's like, oh, my God. <laughs> that was a good Cynthia. <laughs> but you could just see the guilt on Lisa. <laughs> but, like, I think he says, like, he isn't going to make the call to tell the guy not to kill her dad until mm-hmm. it's finished, right? Which mm-hmm. sucks. Totally I'll up. be like, bitch, I did what I did. Like, You hold up your end of the deal. Yeah. Scarecrow. A fucking scarecrow. <laughs> I can't remember. Like, what was, Wasn't his power, or not even powers, like he would just make people like hallucinate, right? Kind of. Yeah, he had like uh, some sort of chemical that he'd spray at you. Yeah. And then he put on a mask and he'd be that much scarier. And he was going to poison something, the water. God, I can't. I can barely remember Batman Begins. And Ra's al Ghul the was same there. Year. Same year as this, 2005. I no think. way. Yeah. Wow. What a year for this guy. <laughs> okay. Or did you ever watch Survivor like back in the day? Never. Like first season? No. I'm pretty sure. Okay. <laughs> they have this um, guy. His name's Colby something. He plays one of the security guards. He's like the handsome security guard. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'm pretty sure in Survivor season one. And then he was trying to get into acting. Aww. I don't think you did a great job in this movie, but <laughs> kudos on you for trying. Yeah, gr- growing up, we never got local channels, really. So we would get, like, two local channels, and the one Survivor was on was not one of them. So I just never grew up on Survivor. That's why I got stuck with American Idol, I think. It was it was such a big deal, though. It was like, huge. Back in the day. I think it's still going, too. Which, it is. So they're about to land, and then we get some backstory about the scar which was good, which, I mean, not good for Lisa, but, but <laughs> she, she had it coming to her. <laughs> but basically, she was like, the implication was that she was sexually assaulted, right? That's what it seemed like, yeah. And then, you know, she's like, I'm never going to let that happen again. Mm-hmm. And then she uses Chekhov's um, Frankenstein pen and gets him in the throat, which is pretty cool. That was a cool stab. And this is where some stuff from the beginning comes up. You know, we see them with this big ass like freezer that they have in the beginning and it comes back to these fishermen and they might open they open up, I think, a little later. But then you see they have this bazooka or like this rocket launcher (laughs) in there just casually. I mean, I guess it's a good plan because, you know, who's going to know it's in the water? Yeah. Right. And the security went out to these fishermen, too, and they they cleared them like, oh, they're just fishing. They're like they're friendly. But if you're going to like. I don't know. If you're going to assassinate somebody, isn't it like easier just like find them and shoot them? I would think. <laughs> or like, you know how they, you've seen sometimes, uh, it doesn't happen here, like with North Korean, I think it was North Korea they did it, mm-hmm. with they have like the dust that they just like sprinkle on people's face and then within like 20 minutes they're dead, essentially. Oh gosh. They get, like, paralyzed. That's, you, that's you, scary. You didn't hear about that? No. They like had these two women just... Like I think it was two women like run up to this like super I, I can't even remember what country it was but the super high guy up in the in the government and they just like sprinkle dust in his face or whatever 
and they were, I guess, initially thought it was just for a prank video or something like that. But it turned out to be this really harmful. They just thought it was like when PETA like throws flour on Kim Kardashian and exactly. stuff like that. Yeah, something fun, like <laughs> something like silly and fun. But they died. Oh yeah, it was it was like it's like pretty. Yeah, like horrific. I always wonder, like this is morbid, but like you know, like certain presidents that we had, yeah. like how have they not been assassinated? You know, is security that good, or maybe there's just less psychos in the world than I would think. I mean, JFK security wasn't that great. <laughs> right, but that was also what, like the 70s, 70s, 60s, 60s maybe. <laughs> oh, right? I feel like security's got to be way better now, tech, technology oh, yeah. and stuff, but it's still just shocking to me that there's not like more mm-hmm. attempts. But like, I don't know, like I'll hear how presidents now when they give speeches and stuff, they're in like glass box self-contained that you can't really see on camera. So if anyone were to try anything, like they're pretty much safe, which I don't know if that's true or not. But now we have to worry about this magical dust you told me about or whatever that oh, kills you instantly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's scary shit. Yeah, so there's no dust in this movie, though. No. Just, just Red, Red Eye 2. Just Frankenstein's <laughs> pen. <laughs> Frankenstein's <laughs> pen. I want that pen. Cool God pen. damn it. So <laughs> she gets off the plane because he's been stabbed in the neck, but, you know, the douchebag guy's a doctor, and he's like... You'll be, you'll be fine. It's actually not that bad, which I guess, you know, they put that in intentionally because they were like, people are going to be like, how is he like? Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's just a tracheotomy essentially. Right. Yeah. He can just breathe out of that hole. Yeah. Right. You're, you're cool. Yeah. We have our badass solo little girl traveler kicks out her little suitcase tripping the guy. She knows what's Jack. up. Yeah. But like from here on out, it's like chase kind scene. of a chase. It's just full on chasing. I have seen some people complain that this part, this like last act, isn't as good as like the plane stuff, mm-hmm. which I could see. But I still think this is a blast. I was gonna say, like, you and were, it's yeah, a you chase scene. Yeah. So uh, once I got here, I was like, oh, this is this is why Steve really loves this. Right? Because I'm like, how much of a climax could you have on just the plane? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a, this like, is the she, final act. Like she has to get to her dad too, and I still have fun with this. Yeah, me personally, I just like that we're in a new airport. I'm all about airports. <laughs> like seeing apparently, like, what, like what, you cream yourself I over like, airports. Like, I didn't know this about like you. what shops are there, what restaurants are in the airport. Granted, like I'm not gonna buy anything in an airport, but it's just cool. <laughs> it's just cool to see. You just like, wanna, you're a window shopper. I, I yeah, because they jack shit the prices up in the airport. And she gets away on the, on the monorail as he's just standing there looking forlorn. I, the only thing is, I do wish she flipped him off at that moment. <laughs> that that would have been, been cool. Yeah. But I think, no, I think you can flip people off in PG-13. Right. A PG-13? Essentially, yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah, this is Wes doing a PG-13 thriller. I, I would have just, I don't know why I would have assumed you R. Thought this, there's really nothing super graphic. Yeah, there's, there's nothing too bad. You're just like, it's Wes Craven. I'm just trying to trying to think even the kills, even the kills later really aren't too bad. Yeah. I mean, I he doesn't even die. No. Which we'll get into. But, uh, <laughs> but basically, and this is one, you know, she's. She stole a car, basically. Mm-hmm. Sorry to those people who <laughs> she stole the car for. They were very upset. But she's, you know, trying to Cynthia to get the Keefs out and everybody, right? Mm-hmm. They sh- except for Karen and her husband. Leave them <laughs> yeah. in. So poor Cynthia is freaking out, running around. Mm-hmm. Like the moment she's like, shit, 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 shit. <laughs> and can we just say this is a nice-ass hotel room that the Keefs are in? I mean, yeah. he's He's got money. Yeah. 
And even when they mention to them, like, you know, we have to change a room, the bodyguard is like, oh, we have a backup at another place. Like, mm-hmm. they got their cover. But he knows her, I guess. So yeah. he's like, if she said it's okay, you know. She wouldn't steer me wrong. <laughs> Little did he know. <laughs> he has her arrested. <laughs> but she gets to the house and notices that nobody's in the car and the guy is approaching the house. So she just runs his ass over, which is pretty cool. <laughs> no chill. No chill. No chill from Lise. Yeah, I think it's pretty hilarious too when they show Cynthia um like up in the room and like you could see like outside and like birds flying around and she's like, Lisa, can you please get here? I don't know how I'm gonna explain <laughs> this. <laughs> this little mishap. <laughs> but then Jack's there, and this is when we get like a lot of uh running around and fighting, which I'm all about, of course. Mm-hmm. And Wes, you know, is always good at directing this kind of shit. Poor father's knocked out. Poor uh, Lisa's. He'll be okay. <laughs> But I do like how she's, I don't know, she's just like, you failed, Jack. Mm -hmm. You suck at your job. And he's like, you know, I'm going to kill you. And she's like, not in my house. Like, you're on my turf now. Mm -hmm. And then just proceeds to kick his ass, which (laughs) we love to see. Yeah. Yeah. When he decided to pick a fight in her house, he immediately thought, oh, that's this is not where you want to want this to go down. No, because she know like, this is how she grew up in. She knows where to run, where to go, where to hide. Mm Mm-hmm. So he's at the disadvantage. I love, too, when she gets the, what does she play, lacrosse? She gets, like, the lacrosse oh, stick. yeah. And just the way she swings on him is, like, so badass. She is a badass. She is. Lisa. Like, we need to talk about Lisa more. I'm surprised how quick Jack got used to his new hole as well. He does Excuse pretty well. Excuse me? His new hole? <laughs> his tracheotomy. There. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's called. I don't like, he, know. like, has to press on it to talk. <laughs> also, when he has his knife, I don't know why he's holding it backwards like that. It's, like, very... Maybe this shows that, like, this isn't really his thing. Like, he, he is more of, like, the talker. Yeah, the... he's the coordinator. I'm not the fucking assassin. Like, I have to deal with this bitch kicking my ass yeah. <laughs> with this lacrosse <laughs> stick. I feel kind of bad for him. He, Lisa, he... can you chill a little? He was just trying to do his job, like Cynthia. He's just trying to earn a paycheck. It's nothing personal. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) But she ends up shooting him. But with his assassin's pistol, which I thought was pretty cool. Is it like one of those silencers Mm -hmm. or whatever? Something about a silencer and a pistol just makes it look that much more badass. It's cool as fuck. Granted, (laughs) granted, I love how like in the movies, the silencers make it go like, tink, tink, tink. Like you barely hear it. But like in real life, it's. Not like that. Do you know what a silencer actually sounds like? I've I've just seen videos of it. It's it's like slightly less loud. It's like less loud than a gun, but still, you're going to know a gun's firing. Can you buy a silencer or is that only for like FBI people? I don't know. It seems like why would you need one unless you're being sus? I I don't know. I think you can. I don't know. I don't know like our state's rules particularly. In Texas, you probably could. You can buy anything there. Um, but uh, Brian Cox, not Martin Henderson, comes, nope. saves the day. He doesn't die, though, which, I mean, I guess that's fine. It's PG-13. He's going to suffer. And, <laughs> I mean, you can still p- kill people in PG-13, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> I like how from that explosion, no one died. And it was just lo- listen, localized to that one listen, room as well. <laughs> Karen got rubble in her hair. It's true. She's very upset about Someone it. Someone might as well have died. <laughs> but I love how Lisa turns on the rude couple at the end. She 
asks them to fill out a comment card, mm. which they're very offended by. And then she goes, when you're done with it, you can go ahead and stick it up your ass, which has them shook to good, the core. Good on you, Lisa. Lisa is not here for the bullshit anymore. <laughs> Something every retail person has probably wanted to say to <laughs> yes. your customer at one point or another. And that's Red Eye. In and out kind of yeah. movie. <laughs> and then they ha- she has this nice line with Cynthia at the end, too. Like, they want to get drinks. It's like anything but a Bay Breeze. I see that. I see that callback. Yeah, that was good. That's good, Elise. So overall, it was good. You enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. It's a good time. Like I said, I just appreciate that. There's no fat. Like this movie's so short. Like even the end credits, I think, are like eight and a half minutes. If you notice, the names are like so spaced so out. spaced out because they needed because <laughs> you have to be a certain runtime to be considered a movie. You know? Oh, do you really? I think you have to be like. 75 minutes or over or something like that so <laughs> so if you're if you're not what are you a short film <laughs> <laughs> so yeah these are long ass credits <laughs> but again i just appreciate it like okay we were talking about this a little bit before i watched this movie called mm-hmm. missing which is also a thriller mm-hmm. and i did like it i would recommend it it's a good one watch movie the sequel to searching the, it's Kind of the sequel, the, spirit, the sp- spiritual oh. sequel. Yeah, there we yeah. go. It, but it was like it was 150 minutes. I'm like, this could be oh, like wow. 130, 135 yeah. tops. You don't need to be 150. Yeah, it's pretty long. Like one hour and 50 minutes, or 150 minutes. 150 minutes. 150 minutes. Ooh. Oh, so almost two hours. That's over two hours for the spiritual. Is it 60 oh, minutes I can't in an do hour? Math. I don't know. It was long. Yeah, and. You know, this movie, they knew, like, we just want to make this fast-paced, fun little thriller. And that's what they did. And that's what this is. It's Exe- an easy watch. Executed very well. Yes. I enjoyed it. Oh, I am glad. I wish, wish Wes was still with us because we need the Red Eye 2. Red, Red Eye with a Vengeance or something. Ooh. That could be good. I mean, you know, they're both still alive. Now, who would you want back? Would you want both characters Rachel back? McAdams. Yes. And Killian. I think they even talked. I didn't listen to the whole commentary. Yeah. I listened to it in the past. But I think they said some, like, ideas about the sequel, which, you know, you know, it'll never happen. But There's probably some fan fiction out there. <laughs> I'm sure there's some fan fiction of them getting it on. They did have good chemistry. They actually do with the Mile High Club. And that one's in the, the fan edit. But, yeah, a good, fun movie. It's on 4K now, so pick up the Blu-ray Ooh. if you guys are a fan of this one. But what do we have next time? Next time it's a little, little deeper than a quick ride, a quick joy ride. <laughs> <laughs> we have It Follows. Elevated. Elevated, <laughs> elevated AF. Yeah. Um, and one I've been meaning to watch for a while now because you've, you've been, before we even started you not- this, you were, you were you told me about it. Like, you should watch it, you should watch it, you should watch it. So I finally got the chance. Yes. Big change of pace from mm-hmm. this movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, stay tuned for that one. Follow us on social media at Horror Stands. We're on Instagram and Twitter. If you can take a few seconds to give us a review, if you're on Spotify, give us five stars. It helps out the podcast a lot. But we appreciate you guys very much. Yes, thank you so much for listening. Every listen helps. And we'll see you for the next one. Yeah.